Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Pointclickfish.com. Your connection to the saltwater fishing community brings you saltwater fishing radio. Are you a professional tournament angler, fishing captain, or novice angler looking to learn from the pros? Listen to live discussions from some of the best in the industry, the biggest TV fishing stars, interviews with captains, sponsors, and fishing teams. Your trusted source for the latest tournament updates, industry news, and interviews. It's time to talk fishing with your host, Captain Jay. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another great show of the PointClickFish.com Saltwater Fishing Radio, the road to Biloxi with the Southern Kingfish Association. Price, we're gearing up for this kick kickoff for the countdown to nationals, so we're really excited to get things started off to be able to talk about what's going on in the Southern Kingfish Association and that journey to nationals that we start every year uh, as we get ready for uh, that big event in Biloxi. Jay, I tell you what, man. I mean, I am so pumped. I'm so excited. I feel like we just did Fort Pierce last year. Uh, it seems like this time is flying on us, and we're already back to the road to the Nationals, Biloxi. And so, uh, Jay, for us, this is where you and I uh, got started uh, with the SKA covering Nationals, and we did our first Nationals event in Biloxi several years ago. And, I mean, I am so pumped to be going back to Biloxi this year. Yeah, it's a great, great venue, great location, and great fishing, and it's, uh, you know, it's definitely a great time, and we look forward to getting back to Biloxi, and I'm anxious to see what's going on, uh, you know, in the King Rackle world, and, and how these teams and tournaments are lining up as we make our way there. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about this more on some of the shows, but last time we were in Biloxi, literally, it came down to the last minute. For the last angler to come in, weigh his fish, and he took the win. I know you've heard us uh, interview. Uh, we've talked to the winner several times, but I'm sure we'll revisit that again before we head to Biloxi this year. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I want to make sure to to get David Worsham on the line with us uh, with the SK. It's always exciting to have him with us on the show to be able to give us updates from the SKA. So, David, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Wow, like you said, it feels like we're just coming off of Fort Pierce, and here we are, already nine tournaments deep into the season, and all all eyes are on Biloxi. Everyone is, is so fired up to be going back to the King Mackerel Mecca. Everyone's going to make the migration out west this year, and, and I think going to be really happy with the fishery and the turnout from the Golden Nugget. We can't get there soon enough, man. So excited. 
Well, things have already kicked off with the uh, in, in, with the SK and the tournament season. So, how how are things going so far? We want to kind of kind of get an update on uh, tournaments and what you're kind of seeing for a pattern right now uh, in the tournament trail. The summer is off and running, man. It's been it's been a great start to the season. We've had a lot of new tournaments on the trail this summer so far. Uh, Division Ten is uh, a good way through. They've got two events left, so. We've already had nine, as I mentioned, nine tournaments this season. Um, got two more this weekend, kicking off Division 5 with the King Buster. And then we've also got a Division 7 tournament, the Pensacola Bud Light Classic. So getting close over there toward Biloxi, I know there's a lot of anglers in the panhandle and in Alabama that are coming back out and getting signed up, trying to win the title in their home waters. But so far, so good on the tournament trail, Jay. It's been uh, an awesome season. We've had a 60-pounder already weighed in. I think we're going to hear from Miss Michelle a little bit later on that. We've had some other great fish come in. Uh, Most recently, this last weekend, a tournament out of Cape Canaveral and a tournament out of South Georgia. Both saw uh, two fish over 40 and a lot of mid and upper 30s. So it seems like those summertime kingfish are showing up on the beaches, and the the season is, is right here. It's We've got a lot of tournaments coming up. I think we have eight coming up in July and then seven in August. So big, big opportunities for everyone to get out and, and win for nationals in the next couple of weeks here as the summer rolls on. David, one of the things, too, I just wanted to point out on fishska.com, the countdown to nationals is 123 days, three hours, and 55 <laughs> minutes. Just, just in case you were wondering. I, I know I can always count on you to, to give me an update. <laughs> I got your watch set on your wrist, you know, a timer ticking down. So, but mine is also so four months. That's that's a good good thing to know. We got a lot of fishing to do, but four months to, to get it knocked out, get qualified, and get everything lined up on your team so that. You can roll into the national championship at the top of your game. Well, David, I was going to uh, mention, uh, just before we get into talking about Biloxi, I've got to brag on the SKA and your team for putting on an awesome nationals in Fort Pierce. I mean, what a wonderful event. Uh, the people down there were so kind, so nice, uh, welcomed us with open arms. It was a first-class event, and, man, I mean, it was really exciting to – to watch the teams come in and bring in those big fish. And so uh, I know it's going to be as good uh, this year in Biloxi, but I got to give my uh, tip my hat to Fort Pierce. Well, thank you. Thank you. And definitely a team effort. You know, we have a lot of people involved and most importantly, the well, equally importantly are both the sponsors and the anglers. So thank everyone for coming out. I think we had 174 teams in Fort Pierce. So that was, that was just great. And yeah, the tough, tough bite compared to some of the other nationals but you know these guys always find them and you know obviously Tuppins found the 60 plus pounder and and I know some other good fish were caught and we are really excited about having Fort Pierce on the rotating schedule can't wait to get back there in a few years well absolutely it's definitely a, a great time to be able to Get back to Biloxi, and uh, Price told me he's he's ready for the Golden Nugget. He's 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 working on that. Um, <laughs> you know, he, he's working on get, getting that slot machine ready. So Price Price said he's ready to go. Good, good. You got to work on your poker face. 
Now, now, David, I have to admit, I thought Jay was going to say I was excited about the unlimited buffet at the <laughs> the Golden Nugget. I thought he was going to dime me out there. So, yes, it, I am excited about the slot machines. But I thought he was going to say that great buffet they had there. The, the buffet, slots, the the fishing, I mean, you name it. There's so many reasons to, to get to Biloxi. So, I know a lot of people will be going for different reasons, but no matter what it is, it's going to be a, a great time, and we are just so ready to get there. And I know the Golden Nugget is already making preparations, ready for our teams to roll in and, you know, just, just have a good week there. We, are, we can't wait. Uh, the pregame bash is back on Wednesday, the 25th, regular national championship on the 27th and 28th of October. So really looking forward to, to seeing who's going to take home the title this year. David, can you talk a little bit more? If someone uh, just joining the, the show for the first time, you guys did the pregame bash last year for the first time. If somebody's new uh, listening to the show, can you tell them what that is? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. And the pregame bash brought to you by Mercury, of course, stepping up huge for offering this to all teams who qualify for the national championship. So this is just an added bonus for the team's hard work all year long, going along the trail, making the trip to Biloxi. You know, this is a, a pre-fishing tournament, essentially, with no entry fee. So it's free for teams who qualify for nationals. It takes place on Wednesday before the championship, and we will have guaranteed payouts uh, and also optional TWTs on site. Uh, last year we gave out, I think, over seventy grand. So a big way to pre-fish, quote-unquote, for the national championship. It's just a one-fish tournament, one day only. And uh, class restrictions do apply, so we'll have prizes for open class, small boat class, and single engine. Well, that's a great way to uh, pre-fish and, and get paid to do it at the same time. So there were a lot of happy teams last year that uh, made their way to the scales, and they were able to kind of pre-fish for the main event, but be able to get that bash for cash and be able to get paid while they're pre-fishing. So that's definitely not a bad deal at all. Uh, an amazing opportunity and thank you again to mercury for stepping up and, and offering that for these guys and it's just again their way of saying thank you for grinding it out on the trail and, and making the trip to Biloxi or, or wherever the championship is to to see if they have what it takes to be the top king macro team well, that is definitely exciting now one of the things i wanted to make sure that we do uh is let people know the call-in number uh so that's three four seven eight eight four nine one one seven uh, that's we wanted to make sure that everyone had that call-in number uh three four seven eight eight four nine one one seven obviously it is uh thursday june 22nd uh we're doing the show live but also they have the opportunity david to to uh stream it later and listen to the show after uh we have uh we have streamed it so great that you guys offer that, and I know a lot of people do go back and re-listen to these, but I, I also know there are some people listening right now that maybe, you know, maybe they have a question or, or just want to talk kingfishing, so give us a call, guys. We'll be on here, you know, until 9 o'clock and just ready to talk kingfishing. Now, I, I will tell you guys that it was, it's always when we've talked about this in the past, that it's always fun when you go to these events and people come up to you and say, I listen to you guys on that podcast. I listen to this show. And some of the anglers have said they went back and listened to it several times just to see if they could pick up on a little, 
secret or tidbit here or there that somebody may have slipped about a fishing spot or bait or anything like that. So it was always nice to hear uh, very kind comments from the anglers and teams who say, hey, we listen to the show and we appreciate you guys doing that. So that was awfully kind of uh, hearing that feedback last year. I love it. I love that. That is is definitely something we do here. And and this is where it happens. You know, this is where the, the questions come up and Maybe maybe they are okay with sharing some information a few months later or, or whatever it is. But, you know, a lot of the SKA guys do, do like sharing information between themselves to some degree. And uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's just part of, being, part of being in this organization. It's great. Now, now, David, we did have a question that came in earlier. And it, the question was, uh, how did you guys come up with the October date for the uh, Nationals this year? We worked with uh, with the team to, to try to figure out what to do about the weather in Biloxi, really, is what it came down to. The Those fronts really start blowing in in November. Uh, there were a few other big events, uh, Fort Lauderdale Boat Show, and some other ones that, that kind of also piggybacked and, and weighted our decision. And we just had a few options and ultimately settled on that one. I know it is a little early uh, compared to other, other times, but... I really think that it's going to work out uh, for the best for everyone. We'll we'll see how it does, but basically just that to, to see if we can get a, a better weather window for everyone to get out there and, and get the big one. Now, Jay, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, when we went the first year in Biloxi, there was some uh, definitely some weather issues uh, as far as the conditions on the water and all that. And I, I remember that was a, a pretty big deal when it came into the discussion of when the guys were going to fish or not fish. And so that's definitely something that's very important to consider. It's tough. Yeah, it's very th- tough over there. And, and the fish are, are far, the, some of the fish are far and, and I know big fish have been caught close in too. So it's uh it's absolutely the top of everyone's mind. What is the weather? Yeah, and that's part of it. I mean, that's something that you have to deal with, and every location is dealing with, uh, you know, that wet weather window and those conditions, and that's just – that's part of the game. You know, you've got to be able to to figure out that game plan, whether you're going to make the long run or if you're going to try to fish a little bit closer in Biloxi. And obviously, you know, the majority of the team make that run um, because that's traditionally where a lot of those uh, – the bigger fish are. But depending on weather conditions, you may need to make a shorter run to to get to the fish. So that I mean that's definitely part of the the excitement down there is making that right call and kind of playing with that window and hopefully you're able to uh to find that big one. I think price price went back to the to the board real quick. We had a, a caller call in, so it look it looks like they may yeah. have gotten stage stage fright. They got scared again, David. So you know, you know how sometimes uh, they do it. All right, they're they're, they're, they're back, give, give they're back on second. the board. <laughs> David, we don't we don't want to scare him away. No, no, we're we don't bite. <laughs> the lot price is uh, seeing which guest that is or which call in that is. We definitely look forward to uh, get, getting our guest on the line with us to let us know what's what's going on with them. Okay, I think they're and they're sending me a message right now. They're they're having trouble calling in. I'm going to get them the, the right number and make sure. sure they get called in. Absolutely. Yeah, this this is what we do when it's uh when it's live radio. That's that's how we that's how we do it. 
and say it one more time. It's three four. What's the number that they can call in on? It is three four seven eight eight four nine one one seven. And they're, they're coming in. So I know what, we have a uh, Miss Michelle coming to talk and. Just to give everyone a little bit of background, they are currently leading the Division 10 Open class with two events left. They've got about, I think they've got about 120 pounds, maybe 117 uh, aggregate three-fish weight. Most of that coming with their 60.2-pound monster they caught at the downtown showdown. So definitely excited to get them on tonight and, and hear a little bit about how they caught that and some of the story about that fish. Uh, I have a feeling it's going to be an epic fish battle. Yeah, like you said, uh, we've got we've got them on the line right now, so we're going to bring them on the team, Miss Michelle, to be able to tell us. Uh, you know, Price, maybe they can give us some pointers on that uh, sixty point two that they caught at the downtown showdown. Oh. So we'd like to welcome Will and Shannon from the uh, Miss Michelle. How you guys doing? We're doing fantastic. Great. Thank you for thank you for joining us. No, no problem. problem. So, congrats on being being in first place right now, guys. Awesome start to the season. I know you guys have really been putting in the time on the water and off the water to uh, to make this, this season great. But uh, I think what everyone would love to hear is a little bit of the story about the 60-pounder from the downtown showdown. Uh, I don't know. It was kind of weird to – have a fish in the boat way over 50 at a half an hour after lines in <laughs> we didn't really know what to do at that point i knew what to do i was worried all day that someone was going to have one bigger <laughs> <laughs> well so so what do you i mean what do you do i mean you know at, at 30 minutes after lines in you've got a monster in the boat i mean do you do you keep fishing what what, what was the game plan for the day after at that point at first, we were considering going to the inlet and going tarpon fishing because we didn't know what else to do. But we all sat down and thought about it for a second and decided to try and win the whole tournament. So we kept fishing, and we got lucky enough to catch an 18 and a 39 and then uh, a decent blackfin tuna, which helped us win the aggregate Calcutta. You guys definitely had a had a good day all around, so that's uh, definitely definitely really exciting. At what point did you know that it was uh, a sixty pound fish? I mean, as soon as it hit, or once it got up to the boat? I mean, at what point did you realize uh, what you were dealing with? Well, I uh, we really didn't. We had one of our uh, anglers, Reese Kramer. He came over and he whispered in my ear. I was running the boat, chasing him down because we were in like Shark Central. And uh, he whispered in my ear, he said, Shannon, it is the biggest kingfish I've ever seen. Please don't mess up. So we chased <laughs> them down, and and they stuck them with one gaff. As soon as they got them to the boat, they got them with the gaff, and they went to pull them overboard, and it ripped his back out because he was so big, or ripped her back out. And uh, we had to fight it all over again for a second time in Shark Central. Oh, so, 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 you, so the you knew gap what shot was, was a, a, a two gap shot. Yeah, wow. the, you, you didn't so want you didn't you, you didn't want to do it third time. No, no, was, we what? had an insurance shot on him. They put two in him. 
So what's the game plan going into the next two tournaments with you guys being in first place? What's what's the game plan to try to, to try to hold that uh, that first place lead for the division? Definitely upgrade our twenty three pounder that we caught in the first tournament. If we can get a fish in the high thirties, hopefully we can win the division. Well, I'd say you guys are definitely uh, definitely on a roll and have definitely got a good shot of do, doing that. Tell us a little bit about the team and uh, you know who's involved and uh, sponsors that uh, they help you guys out. Um, for sponsors, we have Yamaha Outboard, which if we didn't have them, we wouldn't really be able to fish SKA because the motors we had before that we couldn't get anywhere with. Um. Coastline Marine for rigging the motors for us once we had the Yamaha sponsorship. Puffins Marine, uh, Steve, who's national champion, uh, he hooks us up with stuff when we need Yamaha stuff. Uh, the Mad Hueys this year have helped us out a lot with apparel, definitely getting us some new uh, gear that a lot of people haven't seen before. Um, Bionic Bait, huge bait company that is nice enough to give a little back to smaller teams instead of just basically sponsoring the whole community. Um, IGX Graphics, Wade at over there, helps us wrap the boat and getting ready to wrap my boat, which is what we're going to be fishing the next few tournaments on. Um, American Auto Marine Wiring for wiring both of our boats. Uh, Loadmaster Trailers, uh, Calypso Bar and Grill, everyone helps out. I mean, without all of them, we really wouldn't be able to do what we do. We we all know definitely how important those sponsors are to be able to, to like you said, to be able to give you the opportunity to do what you do. So we definitely uh, like to give you guys an opportunity to thank those sponsors because it is very important. And obviously it's good for others to hear who, uh, what, what companies are supporting the teams in the tournaments. And because that's, that's very important to make sure to, you know, people to thank them for supporting uh, fishermen and tournament. That's something that's very important. And also can, we'll give a shout out to everyone on the team. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Mark, Reese and Fred and Dylan, half the team is brand new this year. Uh, luckily all of us gelled pretty well and it's been working out good so far. Another comment we have, too, is we work heavily with Eric on how you reel and, and Rob and Pete on strictly fishing. Um, we're as one team. If any of us win in any SK event or any event, we consider it a win for all three of us. Um, we all pre-fish together, uh, and we work together in every tournament, and they're team members like they're on our own boat. Well, that's, that's definitely great. Good. I love to hear that. Yeah, Dan, Jen, that, 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 that network's that, so important. It, it's huge. And, and like you said, uh, those guys, they're, some of them are right behind you. Um, Strictly Fishing, Spiced Rum, Three, and Supremacy. All three of those teams are sitting in second place, separated by about two-tenths of a pound. So they're all right around 101 pounds. I'm sure you guys know. I don't need to put any more, you know, worry creeping in. But you guys are doing what you need to do to lock it down. But that's great to hear that it's a multi-team effort. I love to hear that, and and they're they're putting up some great fish this year. Also, it's it's been an awesome year for the the Division Ten. Yeah, and and all them other guys too. 
you know, are all like family to us. You know, everyone, we all help each other every way we can. I would say the top 10 teams we're, we're close to, but, you know, Strictly Fishing and How You Reel and are definitely our boys. We, we work together every way we can. We, we hang out together. We go to birthday parties together. It's, it's uh, they're it's a big family, big, big family. It's awesome. I mean, the biggest goal for us is if all three of us boats can place first, second, and third in the division, it would be amazing. I mean, just to have those three that we all talk to each other with heavily throughout all the tournaments, I mean, if we're all putting in the same amount of work and it's a little bit more than the next person, it would be pretty amazing to do first, second, third in the division. We definitely look forward to watching what happens uh, in the next few events to see if you guys are able to keep that lead. And like you said, if uh, the others are able to, to go along with you or like, you know, working together, that's, that's important. That's a big piece of, of the whole tournament fishing game. And uh, it, it definitely is good to have that strong network and those, uh, those friends uh, in the community. They're awesome. It w- wouldn't change a thing. It's all, it's working good. There. Well, we definitely thank you guys for joining us and, uh, you know, giving us an update and, I know Price is over there wanting to know, you know, all the details on that 60-pounder, but I'm sure that he'll have to wait on some of the exact details of where it was caught, right, guys? Yeah, somewhere <laughs> in Palm Beach County on live date. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now, guys, before we go, we're going to do it again this year. And, and uh, David, like we talked about, we're going to come up uh, with a little program. So, guys, if we had to take a guess for this year's winning fish weight in Biloxi, what's your guess? Now, is this a two-fish ag? 9.8. <laughs> I'm going to say there. Wait, say that one more like, time. Uh, this is Shannon. I'm saying 59.8, but Will's going to give you his guess. Definitely a, a fish over 65. Over? I'll say 65 plus. Yeah, give us give us something. 65 something. <laughs> I'm going to go 65.4. Okay. 65-4. Well, we've got it documented. And, uh, How much know, we'll, do we uh, win if we go right on the, the on the nail there? <laughs> hey, listen, you might get to go to the buffet with me in Biloxi. <laughs> All right, good deal. I'll buy you beer, you buy me dinner. <laughs> there you go. Hey, listen, that sounds like a deal right there. So, uh, well, we thank you guys again for joining us tonight and looking forward to seeing everybody in Biloxi. And um, good luck to you guys the rest of the season. Thank you very much. It was awesome. We really appreciate it. Yep. Thank you, guys. All right, guys. Thank, thank, you, thank you. Good luck. See you soon. I tell you, Price and David, I mean, it, it's great to, you know, one of the best things about the show is to be able to hear about all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes, you know, teams working together and teams communicating and the great experiences that these anglers have while they're on the tournament trail. And, and that's really awesome to highlight that, um, you know, one, the sponsors that helps help all these teams and these tournaments. And I, I think it's just awesome to be able to highlight that. And that's something that's very exciting to do as part of the show is to let people hear what goes on kind of, if you will, kind of behind the scenes. It's true. It's true. You see them out there and, and you know, you might catch the recap or, or see a picture and, you know, you just want to hear, you want to talk to that captain and say, where were you? What happened? And, you know, as he mentioned, having a fish 
over 50 in the boat before eight o'clock in the morning has got to be just a, a crazy feeling. And the, uh, I know that the, the biggest story, it seems like at the weigh in was the gap bass ripping out of the fish. You know, there was a, a good sized chunk in the fish where you could tell there had been a battle. So uh, that, that sounded epic and so happy for them. Welcome to the 60 pound club, uh, Will and Shannon and Miss Michelle. What a way to do it. Well, I tell you what, I think now it's time for us to head over to Division 5 and talk to Don Dingman about the King Buster 400. I, I definitely look forward to hearing what they have in store for this event. So we want to welcome Don Dingman to the show. Uh, thank you, guys. Yeah, I'm excited to get Division 5 kicked off right like the old days with the King Buster. Well, I tell you, definitely, awesome, uh, what, what, what do you guys have in store for this weekend? Well, we're paying out 20 places. First place is a 177 Scout boat with a powered by Mercury on a float-on trailer. Um, you know, we're paying guaranteed 20 places out. Um, we make it our tournament is all about the fishermen, man. One day, real easy fishing. Um, you know, one day, biggest fish, lay your money on the line and see who wins it. It's our 23rd annual tournament, and um, we're excited, man. It's you know, it's good to see some new faces getting into the sport again. I feel like there was a little lag, you know, or we might have missed a few a few years there in the slump of the boat sales and some of that stuff. But man, it seems to be coming back now. I see a lot of young people out there fishing for Kingfish and um, we're excited to be back with the SKA. Thanks so much for welcoming us back, Don. We're, we are really fired up to kick off division five. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure you've been talking to them and, and know that the fish apparently are showing up right around here. So, I'm excited to see a big turnout this weekend and some really good fish come in. And, of course, like yeah, you mentioned, the amazing prizes you guys have. What's great, man, we got some awesome raffles that we'll have at Marine Max tomorrow and the captain's meeting and all that. And then the Junior Angler Tournament is named in memory of my son. I lost my son 12 years ago, and it's all about spending quality time on the water with your kids. So the King Buster, if we had to say one thing, what's the King Buster? It's all about the kids. Um, we're giving away a Carolina skiff for the first place. Um junior angler and then we got 12 kayaks to give away from academy we got a ton of prizes for the kids um so we're really looking forward to the junior angler tournament on sunday which is really just the heart of the tournament and um if you've ever fished the king buster you know what it's like it's like a big family and um, when you get there and get to the party and uh, things get going it's really just like old times like people just didn't miss a beat whether you haven't seen them in five years or one year from last year's tournament um just seems like they never skip a beat and just get right back on it but yeah, the fish are here, and if anything, the fish are everywhere here. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see, you know, where they're going to go. They're going to go to the Nassau Live Bottom. They're going to go offshore. I heard the two-way. They had a lot of 35s offshore there. Um, a lot you know, of 35s. That, oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to see what they lay on the dock this weekend. And um, I'm going to say it right now. You watch. The kids are going to have a bigger fish than the adults on Saturday. So uh, <laughs> that's my call for the tournament. Well, it definitely sounds like those junior anglers have, have got an awesome event to fish, and uh, I, I hope one of the kids do have one of the biggest fish. That would that would be pretty awesome. You know, what's cool about it, too, we, we've teamed up with Dreams Come True, and we've got some captains that stepped up. You know, maybe their kids have grown up, and they don't have anybody to take, and, and I said, well, we can certainly find some kids for you. So we have we have five Dreams Come True teams on our, on our um, junior angler event this year, and we're really looking forward to that. we got – Texas Roadhouse is coming out and cooking food for everybody and, and accepting donations. All the money goes to Dreams Come True Kids. 
So um, it really is all about the kids. And if you fish the King Buster, you'll see, you know, you got a good chance of winning a great prize. we got, you know, you, you guys got Craig Sutton from Fishing Nassara. And if you haven't been there, man, you need to go. I know you guys teamed up with him too, but um, what an awesome place. And everybody that's won that prize from our tournament just comes back. They go, man, Costa Rica, I don't know. And then they come back. What an awesome experience, man. I can't wait to go again. Um, and it, it's really a nice place over there, and they catch fish. And um, so we're excited to have him back, too. But it's, um, you know, the Mercury King Buster rocking and rolling, and we appreciate Mercury and all our sponsors for stepping up. And like I said, we, we look forward to a long relationship with the SKA and, and um, trying to build the sport back to what it used to be in the heyday, you know, and um, trying to get some more new anglers into it. And uh, when you watch these junior anglers on the dock, it's sure a positive feeling. You know, you feel like things are going in the right direction. Well, that's definitely Couldn't very encouraging. Agree more. That you guys are getting the, the youth involved like you are. I, I definitely feel that that is so important to be able to make v- events uh, that are definitely uh, catered to get them involved. And that's something that we like to see. We'd like to see more events do is be able to kind of push. Uh, you know, those anglers and give them the opportunities uh, to get out on the water and hopefully we can get them all hooked and, uh, you know, help preserve the future of fishing to get our youth anglers out there. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I'm like a 10-year-old kid when I hook a big fish and certainly when I'm carrying one up there to weigh in that I think is a contender. And uh, when you watch these kids do it for the first time, they're like many pros up there, man, carrying with their chest up high and trying to drag that kingfish up to the scale. So, um uh, Something special to see and something to be, uh, special to be a part of, and we're, we're glad to be able to do it through the King Buster. We definitely thank you for taking the time to talk with us and uh, let us know about the event. We look forward to seeing the results uh, and following up with that as well to see what it took, uh, and hopefully one of those kids were able to, to like you said, weigh the, the biggest fish. <laughs> That'll be fun, man. And looking forward to seeing you guys out there, and um, we'll, we'll have some uh, sliders from Texas Roadhouse set aside for you when you get there. Ah, can't wait, Don. Thanks a lot. We will see you tomorrow. Thanks for taking the time to call in tonight. Thanks for having me. All right, thank you. Also wanted to make note uh, their website. Uh, if anybody's wanting more information about the King Buster, it's kingbuster.com. Uh, and you can also find uh, information about the event on fishska.com as well. Uh, all the information, captain's meeting times all of that is on fishska.com as well well i tell you it's uh, you know to have a, a youth category and have a youth focused event as well um you know there's something for the, the the young and the old and that's something that's very exciting like i said i, I think that's awesome that they do that it's unbelievable they they really go all out for the kids um and and don something else that he's a you know huge huge advocate and been working on is the hook the future that's uh you'll see that on the on facebook as well or, or i think on the website if you google, google it up and he really has has gone all out to try to get the kids into fishing young and hook them hook them young hook the future so check that out check out the king buster and we'll be checking all weekend i'll be there posting photos and and updates on saturday and then the awards sunday night we will see if the kids can indeed uh up in the regular general tournament. And David, well, speaking of uh, of kids, I know last year uh, at Fort Pierce we saw quite a few juniors, and actually some of the juniors we saw have obviously been competing for a while and actually doing very, very well uh, with the SKA. Oh, absolutely! They they go the 
the juniors seem to come out all all of the woodwork for nationals, which is great. You know, it's tough for them to get off of school, to, to get out of baseball or whatever the other sports they may be in. And it takes a major commitment from them to, to do kingfishing, you know, to qualify for nationals, to come out there and be on the boat, whether no matter how rough it is, they, they tough it out. And it is just so incredible to see the heart that these kids have and, and the passion they have for fishing at such a young age. There's, there's nothing else like it that really draws you and fires you up to remember this is what it felt like. Uh, like Don said, if, you know, you have a good fish, that, that is the closest to feeling like a kid at Disney World as, as you can get, you know. <laughs> so it's well, awesome, and we love to, to get them out there early and, and get them awards at the Nationals. Well, I can tell you one of the uh, amazing things that we get the opportunity to do is if you've been to Nationals and, you know, Jay and I like to interview teams, uh, you know, that have just weighed a fish or coming off the stage, and uh, we bring you over and we like to do some interviews, and some of the most exciting interviews that we always do is always when we have the opportunity to interview a kid. You put that microphone in their hand, and it's like magic. It really and truly is. They're so proud. Uh, they can't wait to talk. And, man, I tell you what, and Jay, tell them, I mean, these kids are like pros. It's like watching NASCAR, thanking the sponsors and thanking the team. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's, they're pretty easy to actually interview. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really awesome. And, you know, one of the things, too, you were talking about the kids fishing and, and weighing in. One of the things that was really funny was we did an inshore redfish tournament that we put on with a, a charity here in, in Moorhead City. And it was funny because the kids were weighing in and they brought their fish into the scales. And, you know, everybody's like, oh, look, you know, that's a, that's a nice fish. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden this kid broke out this almost five-pound speckled trout and the adults got quiet and then they started asking the kid where he caught it <laughs> because, <laughs> because the fish the fish was so big that they, they wanted to know where the poor kid was fishing it was, it was funny but it, it it was really cool to see you know this, they, these kids brought in big fish and uh that just that just really gets gets me pumped up when i see those kids out there involved in the sport and uh, getting an opportunity to get out there There's nothing else well, guys, like I, it. I, <laughs> I was going to say uh, our next on our agenda for this evening or on for the show is hopefully we're going to talk to the Ray Marine Strike Two fishing team tonight. So Rob and Kelly, hopefully we'll be calling in in the next couple minutes, and hopefully we'll get a chance to talk to them because uh, they've been doing some great things as well. So uh, hopefully they'll call in and we can give talk to them. Yeah, they they've. Uh, done some something tremendous i'm not i'm sure it's been done before i I shouldn't say that i need to do some research to see if this has been done before but this team they have won the uh king mackerel division at the florabama tournament three years in a row so we congratulated them this year on their their turkey if it was in bowling terms um and i'm not like i said just would have to really do some digging in the archives to see if that's been accomplished before three consecutive years they need to rename that category for that, that team. So <laughs> Rob and Kelly and, and the rest of the team, they've done an incredible job. And really, congrats to them. And, and I do want them to call in, and hopefully we can get some information about that tournament and, and also just see what they're fired up about with the national championship coming back into their neck of the woods, Division 7 and, and the Panhandle. I know that they're going to be really excited to see everyone come back over there. 
Yeah, you know, it's funny, David. When you said you're doing some research, I went to their website. If you go to strike2fishingteam.com, and they've got a link under for accomplishments, and you have to scroll down like three times because they've, they've done so well. I mean, first place, first place, second place, third place. I mean, if you look at their resume, these guys are an impressive team. I mean, they have definitely – uh, they definitely know how to fish. And so uh, if you <laughs> check that out, strike2fishingteam.com, look under accomplishments just to get an idea of how well these guys have done. Well, well Price, it right. looks I, like uh, – Yep. Give me one second, it, and I'll, I'll have them on. I thought, I thought Price was sleeping at the wheel over there, David, for a second, you know. <laughs> we've we've known him to do that, but I, I know that you'll keep him in line, Jay. Uh, we we try. We try our best. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. And, and they'll be this... fishing. He, he may be. But, and so, so uh, strike two, they'll be prep, prepping for uh, a tournament this weekend also. That's the other stop on the trail this weekend other than the King Buster, is this Division 7, the Pensacola Bud Light Rodeo. And uh, I think Strike 2, I think they won that one last year, if I'm not mistaken, the King Mackerel Division. So we'll see if they can repeat that. Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like they've, uh, they're have they on a roll here. So it looks forward to, looking forward to getting them on the line to be able to, to give us an idea of what they – what the game plan has been. I know Price is taking notes over there so he can uh, – you know, I think Price is ready to start uh, going to all these honey holes. <laughs> I know it, man. Well, <laughs> Sixty pounds from the first one, man. I mean, that somebody knows where the fish are at. So, well, guys, we have Rob on the line with us, and uh, we'll go ahead and transition into Rob right now. How are we doing tonight, Rob? You, how are you? Doing great, doing great. Thanks for calling in, buddy. We wanted to uh, get you on the line and congratulate you for the third consecutive win of the Florabama Rodeo. Great job. And hear a little bit about maybe how that tournament went and then also talk about the Pensacola Bud Light coming up this weekend. Well, first of all, thank you. I appreciate it. It was a big accomplishment for us, and it was a very good feeling, that's for sure. Yeah, that 41-pounder was, was quite the fish at the Florabama. Not the, not the biggest bite that weekend. It seemed like a lot of tough, tough fishing. So, well done on the 41.13 at the Florabama, third win in a row. I don't know if that's ever been done in, in the history of SKA. Have you heard anything of that? Uh, three, three tournaments in a row, it's just incredible. I don't know. I, I don't know if that's ever been done. We're uh, we're pretty proud of that. That was, uh, you know, obviously it's a lot of luck, but uh, um, it, it, it's huge for us, that's for sure. Huge for anyone, so... Definitely, definitely hang your hat on that. And, and if I remember right, you guys won this Pensacola Bud Light tournament as well. Is that right from last year? Yeah, we won the one that's coming up this weekend. We did win that one last year as well. Well, let's keep it keep it rolling, keep the mojo rolling. Have you uh, you've been out fishing any since the Florabama or before this tournament? <laughs> done any pre fishing or scoping out? I definitely haven't been pre fishing this week. Not with the not with the storm out there. Um, <laughs> yeah, something we've, we've gone out. Yeah, we've we've gone out a little bit last week, but I can tell you right now, anything that was 
that was done in the last week or so is going to be totally different after this storm went through. We're going to be going into a completely level playing field, I think, this week as far as, uh, you know, anybody getting out there doing any pre-fishing or anything like that with, uh, with this storm coming through and just pretty much, you know, wiping out anything that was out there as far as, uh, you know, clean water or dirty water or whatever. Um, I think it's going to be, you know, a pretty even playing field. And even so tomorrow, it's not supposed to lay down till tomorrow night. So, you know, there's not going to be a lot of people even going out the day before, you know, catching bait or anything like that. So it's going to be interesting this weekend. Very interesting to see what, what bubbles up and, and where people go, what the bait situation is, what the bite is. Uh, that's that's going to be a, a very even playing field. Like you said, I'll be tuned in and can't wait to see what people produce. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, the tournament is under uh, new new management. Sorry, Jay. Tournament uh, new director this year with the Pensacola Sports Commission. So uh, Jason, the new director, and his team, we're really fired up to see what they bring back into the event. You know, the, the previous directors did an awesome job, but it's always great to see kind of a new team coming and taking over something that's been so long standing like this tournament. Yeah, it's a great tournament. It's well run and uh it's great atmosphere and uh it's a lot of fun. Well, you know, David, I was gonna say with the you know, with the three peat with the four of Emma and, and as you guys went in the tournament last year coming into this weekend, I mean I, I imagine there's there's no pressure to, to, to do it again, right? <laughs> <laughs> No, not at all. No, no pressure. <laughs> Although I will say that it would be very impressive if your guys were able to, to do it uh, two weekends in a row, two separate events, one three times and one two times. That would be uh, very impressive. Yeah, I wouldn't be upset. That's for sure. <laughs> now, guys, uh, I think, David, we've talked about this on the show before, but Jay and I have been involved with some tournaments in Orange Beach, Alabama, and we go down there, and, of course, they say you've got to stop by Fort Bama. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, if, <laughs> can you give us a little background about if anybody doesn't know much about that area, can you tell us a little bit about that area and why that's such a cool place to go? Oh, man. The uh, the Fort Bama is a uh, – it's kind of like a bar restaurant. Uh, uh, David, help me on this. It's kind of like a bar restaurant and uh, – right on the border of the Alabama-Florida line. And as you're going down uh, the uh, beach highway there, you cross into this. And, it's, and no matter what time you go, it's, it's just a crazy atmosphere. It's, it flocks with tourists. It flocks with locals. Um, they have huge events there. They have a big mullet toss um, in the spring. They have huge concerts there in the summer. Kenny Chesney's been there you know, on the beach performing. They, they draw huge, huge crowds. And uh, it's, it's just a lot of fun. It's a great hangout, and uh, it's well-known. Everybody goes there, and uh, it's a lot of fun. It's just a great place to hang out. It really uh, is, and, and they've got a bunch of events. The mullet toss has is, is gained a lot of popularity. Yeah, you guys, it, it's exactly what it sounds like. They they see how far they can chunk a mullet <laughs> on the beach, and there's great prizes. Uh, you know, they, they do a little bit of everything, though, so – don't be surprised also if Sunday morning you see everyone going to church at the floor of Mammoth. So they've, they've even added a church session in the morning and I hear it's got a huge following. So 
they they do a little bit of everything. There's the Floribama Bar on the ocean side. There's the Floribama Yacht Club and Old River Bar over on the intercoastal side, you know, just a few feet away. And they've got it all covered, like Rob said. A little bit of everything. Always a good time, guaranteed. Always music playing, multiple stages, multiple bars, multiple eating establishments that are all top of the line. It's a little bit of everything. It's it's uh, definitely worth checking out if you are ever in the Panhandle. Well, I, oh, yeah. you know, I think a, a live stream would be required for the mullet toss. And so <laughs> that, <laughs> uh, we're, we're definitely going to have to check that out next time we're in the, the area. So, well, guys, I want to let you guys know we have Kelly uh, that is joining us right now as well. Hello. Hey, Kelly, I'm how you doing? doing? Hi, I'm fine. Thank you. Thanks for calling in, and congrats on, on the three-peat at the Floribama, and what an awesome start to the season for you guys. Thank you. I was just listening to you guys. Um, yeah, we were kind of surprised. I don't know if Rob told you. And pleasantly surprised. So so well, what's the, what's would... the game plan go, going into this weekend? I mean, obviously the storm kind of churned up a lot of the stuff. I mean, you know, what's, what's the team kind of thinking for this weekend? Because, I mean – you were on last weekend for a three-peat this weekend. I mean, why not uh, make it two for this event? <laughs> you know, we found out that no matter what game plan or strategy we come up with, every time we get on the water, it's always something different. The weather's always different from the reports. The seas are always different from what we read up on. The water always looks different. Isn't that right, Ron? Play it by you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but one thing we always do, you know, and it's helped us a lot is we go out there with a plan and we go out there with a plan and even a backup plan. And one thing that's made us successful throughout the years, in my opinion, is the fact that we've learned over the years to stick to our plan. Um, so many times in the past when I fished SK 10 years ago, 12 years ago, you know, when we were first starting out, We'd go out there and I'd start second guessing myself. So I'd start, you know, we would go out there and change our mind and do something different. And then come to find out if we would have stuck to our plan, that's where the fish were caught or, or something like that. So we go out there, like Kelly said, the conditions sometimes are not what we expect or, or the fishing is not what we expect, but we have a plan in mind and we have a backup plan in mind if that doesn't, you know, if it doesn't work out, but we always stick to our plan. He still second guess everything, but we still stick with it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, that's, awesome. that's that's part of the that has to be part of king macro fishing. The the sickness is what I've heard it referred to as. Is definitely second guessing, wondering if you should go, checking on the radio, checking with your friends. It, it's got to be part of it. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Now, Rob, Especially we, when you're you know, we there. were talking. About- Go ahead, Rob, we were talking a little earlier about, you know, on your website, y'all's accomplishments and stuff. Can you give us a little background and history of how Strike 2 uh, fishing team came about and just kind of how long you guys have been fishing? Because it looks like you guys are very established, and obviously you have a great team and great chemistry. Yeah, we got, we've got a really, really, really good group right now. Um, you know, we started, uh, like I said, I started back in 2003, I believe. And uh, um, just grown slowly, little by little. This team's been together now for about uh, um, the group that we have right now has been together for about five years, 
uh, four or five years now, and uh, every year we we gel even even more. And uh, um, like I said, once we started uh, clicking, that's when the success started for us uh, in great amounts. And uh, we've been very very fortunate to have uh, have a good crew. Kelly and I have been very lucky to have the guys that we do have on our team. And I'm very lucky to have Kelly. She's an amazing female angler. Thank you. Now, Rob, when, when you guys prepare for like a nationals, uh, how much preparation, uh, how much research do you do on going to an area? Like, is, is that a, a pretty extensive uh, process that you guys do when you're going to something like a nationals with high stakes uh, that could be accomplished? Oh yeah, That's funny. The, uh, the, the vacation's already booked with work. You know, every year. It's, Hey, we're taking the week off in November or October, um, and we get down there as early as we can and uh, and uh, try to scout out you know, as much as we can. So yeah, we're preparing all week long. And now, of course, a lot of times you can prepare all week long, and then a front will come through the night before a tournament and completely change everything you worked on. But um, but we have to, we're out there trying. Rob, one of the things that you you mentioned is kind of you know working together and gelling together as a team. What what would you say to those teams that are listening that are that may be new or you know just got together? Um, what, what's one of the things that they can do to kind of help get to that point? What are what are some of the pointers that you can give them? Um, I guess part of the thing that we do that that works best for us is we find. Um, I wouldn't call it too much assigned roles, but we do have we do just kind of when we pull up on a on a spot and we start fishing, everybody knows what their what their job is per se, you know what their position is. If we have if we have um, you know we pull up on a spot, we've got two guys that'll immediately start putting lines out, or one guy will handle the downrigger, um, one person will clear everything out, and uh, you know one person will take the wheel, and it's it's. It's something that we've gone down to that it's become a um, a routine, you know, per se. And the same thing happens when a fish uh, hits, you know, immediately. There's, you know, your role, you know, our roles are to somebody clears the line, somebody gets a downrigger, somebody clears, you know, the beanbags out of the way or whatever. Somebody's on the gap, somebody's driving. Um, it's It's come to the point where it flows automatically with us. And when we first started, you know, we, we established those positions. We found out, you know, somebody might be better at gaffing a fish or somebody might be better at, at clearing line, you know, faster at clearing lines and stuff like that. But we've kind of moved it around a little bit over time to see what, what works best for, for each of us. And now it's become, you know, habit. We don't even think about it when we're out there. It's just automatically we do what we do. Yeah, but we have a good time. No matter what it is or how stressful it is, we have fun. I think that's the most important thing. We always have a good time when we're out on the water. That's true. Yeah, if you're not having a good time, it uh, it makes it pretty miserable, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And trust me, it's not easy. We all have different personalities, but we send we mesh. Well, yeah, that's definitely some great advice for those teams to kind of, you know, that's something for a lot of people to think about. And that's something that we like to do is the teams that are, you know, well-established and that have kind of gotten that groove, uh, you know, getting feedback uh, from other teams like yourself 
kind of helps them hopefully get to that point and make that make them uh, you know better anglers. Yeah, it definitely helped us over the years. It took a while, but uh, it definitely helped us. Like I said, I'm, we're very comfortable with each other now, and we're all great friends too, which also helps as well. Even me and Kelly. Yeah. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so Kelly, I, Kelly, I've got a question for the female anglers that are listening out there. Why do you say about any female that's thinking about joining the team and actually fishing tournaments? What advice do you have for them? Oh, um, gosh. No, I don't know. I, I love it. I guess it's because I'm really competitive. But um, as far as fishing, there's a lot of challenges, especially when you're on a team and you're the only female, that's for sure. But, um, I mean, I would say there's more females need to get into fishing for sure. I mean, I love it when we see a lot of female anglers and everything, and especially the families that get together and fish. That's important, too, the kids. But as far as the females, I, I wish more girls would get involved with the fishing because you don't see too many of them. I don't know if they get intimidated or they just don't like going offshore. And it is a lot of work. I won't. I won't say that it's not, but if you love fishing or if you even have any interest in it, it's a, a great thing to do the offshore fishing, the king mackerel, the fight of the fish. You know, just being on that team, it's it's something they should definitely give it, you know, a try or see if they can, you know, enjoy it or get out offshore and, you know, something that they enjoy doing. Um, I love it. I can't imagine. I've fished pretty much my whole life. So being on this team has been definitely interesting, but I've, I've, it's been great. Um I wouldn't change anything at all for sure. And so I know that even when you go out there and you feel like you got your butt handed to you and you're exhausted and you've been on the water for two days and you can't walk straight, you know, we're still waiting for the next time to get on the water. And that's how kind of I am. But um, because I love the competitiveness and the fight of the fish and everything that comes along with it. But for anybody that's interested in doing it, I'd say do it. Once you get out there, you're going to love it. It's very addictive for sure, especially for me. Um, I know some people just it's not for them, but I would love to see more girls get involved with, uh, you know, fishing SK or even fishing, you know, with the tournaments, the rodeos that we do. It's a lot of fun. I hope you're right, Kelly. That that would be great to see them more come out. And and I I do agree. You guys are are certainly good friends on the team. When you guys come in, no matter how big the fish is, it's usually a first place fish. But you know, sometimes maybe second or third. You guys are always having a good time. I can always tell that you've you've put in the the work, you followed the plan, you stuck to the plan, and no matter what happens on the leaderboard, you can't control that. You you can certainly control how much fun you guys had on the water. Well, I think our team, too, we get into tournament mode in April, and we don't get out until after national. We are constantly in tournament mode. Text messages, we're always pre-fishing, hanging out, doing things. So we kind of laugh. We, We are definitely in tournament mode for months at a time. It kind of consumes us. Well, that's definitely that's definitely part of it. We wanted to give you guys the opportunity too to, uh, uh, you know, thank the sponsors that help support you. We know how important that is for uh, the team. So we wanted to give you guys an opportunity to uh, give a shout out to those sponsors to help you guys. Well, of course, you know we want to thank um, first and foremost Ray Marine, who's been absolutely wonderful with us. Um, we've been with them for a very long time, and they are extremely supportive of us, of us and uh, um, you know, the equipment that they've given, you know, that we've used with them has just been outstanding. Um, uh, we have some other sponsors, Mojo Sportswear, um, 
They've been fantastic with us, along with Accurate, um, American Fish and Wire, High Seas. Um, there's been and uh, R and R Tackle has been great with us as well. Um, you know, I could go on and on, but there's all of our sponsors. You know, one thing that we do have is we have a great relationship with everybody, and uh, they've been great with us. And, uh, I can't thank them enough. We wouldn't be able to do this if it wasn't for them. True. Now, guys, before we leave, I, uh, Rob and Kelly, I got to put you on the spot. Give us a guess, a prediction for the weight of the winning fish in Biloxi this year. Why, why do you think? So far, we've got fifty-nine point eight and sixty-five point four, and that was from the Miss Michelle team right there. So, what? If you had to take a guess, what do you think the winning weight would be? Oh gosh. The big fish overall. Oh yes. 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 It seems like all the big fish are elsewhere so far. Yeah, uh, oh. this is for nationals, okay. I would say fifty five point four. Fifty five point four. All right. What about you, Kelly? Oh gosh. Uh hmm. I say forty nine. All right. Forty nine. Well, we got it documented, guys, and uh, we're still coming up with what the winner's going to get. So uh, we're going to take note of that this year, and obviously uh, we'll let everybody know uh, who wins at the end. And so we appreciate you guys calling in tonight, and we wish you the best of luck uh, the remainder of the summer, and we're looking forward to seeing you guys at Nationals. Thanks for having us. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Kelly. Best of luck this weekend, guys. Thanks. Appreciate it. I tell you, David, they've definitely got, uh, you know, something figured out. That that team seems like they're working extremely well together, and obviously they're producing results. So that's something that it looks like they've got that piece figured out. Now the question is, is can they continue their streak this weekend? So it'll, it'll be interesting to see how that works out for them. Absolutely. I, I know they've got a bunch of other really good teams over there that are determined to take them down and, and take the title this weekend at the Pensacola Bud Light. Um, I know, that, like they mentioned, that weather system moving through should be should be all clear by the weekend for the guys to fish. Definitely a, a wide open playing field. So if there has been a tough time to, to do it, it's going to be this weekend for them. We will really see what they're made of if they can uh, if they can duplicate that win again. Well, I tell you, it's always great to kick things off with our, you know, with this first show as we lead into nationals and to be able to get these teams and tournaments uh, to join us on the show to talk about all the great things that everyone's doing, you know, on the tournament trail uh, is really awesome uh, to be able to, to connect with the teams, the sponsors, the tournaments, you know, get updates, you know, from the SK. I think that's really awesome to be able to highlight all of the great things that go on all throughout the year as it leads into the national championship in Biloxi. Well, it's thanks to you guys, Jay. Thanks to you and Price for, for giving us this platform to connect with the anglers and the sponsors, give everyone some info, talk King fishing for an hour and just have a good time. So thank you guys and point click fish for, for giving us the opportunity. We can't wait to see what the rest of the summer holds. And uh, we will be doing this show every third Thursday as we lead up to the championship. So, I encourage everyone to check back and call in and talk fishing with us. And that's something too, is if you're listening to the, uh, the show that's not live uh, and you have questions, 
you want to contact us, feel free to, to contact us on Point Click Fish or social media. Um, and we definitely want to hear from you. So if you have a question, uh, if you have feedback, we definitely encourage you to do that. But I know uh, as we've started uh, tournaments, a lot of people have asked, hey, man, when are you guys starting that uh, Road to National show? So it's pretty awesome to be able to have people wanting us to to get it back started and to get that feedback that they, they really like listening uh, you know, to that what's going on in the King Micro world. So that's very exciting to be able to, to connect everybody and uh, really just highlight all the great things that everybody's doing in the community. You said it, man, it, it is, it's awesome. And thanks for having the opportunity, you know, or giving us the opportunity and we got 25 tournaments out there, 123 days or months, <laughs> a lot of different ways to look at it, but you, no matter how you slice it, a lot of opportunities to get out and go king fishing win some great prizes, guaranteed to have a good time, and maybe meet some new friends along the way. So I, I encourage everyone to get out there and fish their local events. We look forward to seeing you guys along the trail. Well, David, we definitely look forward to uh, here in the three weeks, the third Thursday of the month, we look forward to connecting everybody back to the road to Biloxi with the Southern Kingfish Association. David, we look forward to the updates uh, from this weekend, and we definitely look forward to having everybody back on the show. Thanks, guys. Check us on Facebook, Instagram, whatever social media platform you got. We'll be doing updates live from the trail, and uh, we will be back here in a month to talk more fishing and see see what's happened along the, along the way. So thank you guys again. Tight lines to everyone until we uh, see you at the scales real soon. All right, David, thank you. I look forward to look forward to, to catching up here soon on the radio show. Uh, we definitely look forward to hopefully hearing that those kids weighed the big one in uh, here this weekend at the tournament. <laughs> well, <laughs> we will have to wait and find out. So I will talk to you guys real soon. Thanks again. All right, David, Thanks, thank David. you. Bryce, another great show with the Southern Kingfish Association as we begin our journey to the road to Biloxi with the Southern Kingfish Association. We're excited. We're definitely looking forward to what the, uh, the next shows have to be able to let you know what these teams are doing to prepare for the big show in Biloxi. Look forward to the next show, Jay, and hopefully you'll join us. Uh, check us out on social media as well, pointclickfish.com. Uh, follow us on our live event schedule and, I will be covering a lot of King Mackerel events coming up shortly as well. So until next month. Yeah, we look forward to launching some new technology, and we've got a few tricks up our sleeve here at Point Click Fish. So be on the lookout. Make sure you check us out, social media, uh, and also the website. We've got some exciting updates coming that you definitely don't want to miss. Price, I tell you, it's been another great show, but we look forward to being connecting everybody back here at pointclickfish.com. Tight lines, everybody. We'll see you next week. All right, everybody. Tight lines. We hope you enjoyed today's show. For more information, show notes, updates, or to join the saltwater fishing community, visit pointclickfish.com. Don't forget to catch live streams and future shows at saltwaterfishingradio.com. Until next time, thanks for listening. Stay safe on the water and tight lines.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.